Hey guys, and welcome to Fisher Philbrick the Show. This is your host, Michael, and I just want to thank you for tuning in and giving us a listen. Fisher Philbrick is a management and production company that assembles, manages, and produces both creative projects and businesses. Our first project being this podcast, The Show. And so without further ado, let's jump right on in. Alright you guys, so first and foremost, if you're listening now, you're not only listening to our very first podcast as we launch it, but you're also joining us as we officially launch our business, Fisher Philbrook LLC. Pretty exciting, right? Well, (laughs) on today's show, we're going to be going over what our company is overall, and then more specifically, we'll be covering what Fisher Philbrook is as a company, when and how we were created, and then we're going to end it with a preview for what's to come for the show. So if all that sounds good with you, then let's get right to it. Okay, so what is Fisher Philbrick? You've heard the name and you hopefully heard and listened to the intro of the show without skipping it. I mean, come on, you guys, this is the first episode. You gotta at least listen to it once, right? But maybe you did listen to it and even after all that, you're still like, well, this means nothing to me. But hey, no worries, that's why I'm here. We're here making this episode to go over just that. So when I'm talking to people about this business, I'll most often just say that it is a management and production company, which you can think of as the overarching and umbrella idea of the business. That being that I created this business to be a space to help both myself and others in their creative projects and businesses. And now if that's still not making a ton of sense to you, an easy way that I like to look at it is that Overall, we're a production company. If you've ever done theater or film, this will likely make a lot of sense to you right just by saying that. But typically, a production company is a company that handles all of the administrative management and details of the productions that they select to produce. For example, in theater, let's say you will have a year-long season in which you're looking to produce three shows. They're in charge of choosing the shows, the venues, the performers, and crew, and really everything about the whole production, that being that they bring, they bring the production to life and assist and all that is needed to do so. And now in relating that to this company that I've created, I wanted it to be very similar in the idea that the projects we produce can be anywhere from a range of small to large creative projects to even businesses being created overall and helping out other people with getting these projects started and up and running. And if you know me or have worked with me in the past, you'll know that I love all of the admin and organizing and planning that goes into any project. So to me, this is not only something that is very exciting for myself to work on, but it's something that I do very well in, which is always good if you're making a business that you'll be spending all of your time in, right? (laughs) That, and I tend to get bored pretty easily in life and having new projects starting and ending all the time should keep me on my toes and entertained. So yes, that is also a very important part of all of it too. But now, what does that look like for myself? Well, if you don't know a whole lot about me, I can let you know that I'll be one of our first business owners slash creators interviewed on the show, so stay tuned for our next episode. But for about a decade now, I've created a whole bunch of different creative projects, including a full-length musical, having music on iTunes, a short film, a clothing line with original designs, and most recently a small collection of children's coloring and activity books. So for myself, it's that I wanted to create an overall business that could produce these creative projects, as well as hopefully create some of the business ideas I have for the future. And then for others, I wanted this business as a resource to help fellow creators and business owners 
and really getting their projects and businesses up and running. Previously, I'd worked for a startup company for five years where I learned an incredible amount about building a company and all the finer details that go within that, as well as really each creative project I've done over the years has really been a mini business in itself. So it's from all this that I've learned that I really would just like to share this with other people. Like that sounds so simple to say, but that is a big part of this in that I wanna share all of this information that I've learned with other people and creating a community community where people can come together and accomplish some of their biggest hopes and dreams, which for any entrepreneur creator out there is very likely to have their own business or create their next best creative project. So that's a starting place for you to understand a bit more about what Fisher Philbrick is as a company and most likely we'll be announcing every few months the new projects we're taking on and working on, but more on this later. Okay, so now that we know a bit more about what Fisher Philbrick is as a company, we can jump right into when it was created and how we were created. And now, if you didn't know, I am the creator of this business and my name is Michael, <laughs> very simply put. But I had known for many years that I wanted to create and have my own business and it started out as just a simple, someday I want to have my own business. To fast forward a couple years, I want to have many businesses and I want to own businesses. I don't want to manage them all, but I want to own many of them. And that last part being the phrase that usually confuses people since many people think that business owners have to manage all the day-to-day -day operations of things, which would be insane, but nope, that's why you have a manager to do so. Although yes, it does take quite a bit of money, so we can just stop that line of thought there. But knowing that I wanted to have my own business one day leads to the next question of what kind of business and when do you start it? And I can tell you that no one is ever really going to be able to answer that for you, nor would I say you would really want them to. Even for myself, I was still like not completely sure on these details. And that was after leaving my full-time job in July of 2021 to begin working on a book project that I was set on creating. However, I found out that life had different plans for me as I started piecing together these different ideas at what I could do for a business. So I made a pivot in the plans I was already doing and set forward on bringing together what is now Fisher Philbrick LLC. And now in thinking of what I should do for a company, it was actually pretty hard and took me a really long time. I know a, like a wide range of projects and businesses I would like to do in my future, but almost all of them require like a ton of money to get started and are pretty risky, which I do like the riskiness. And that's something that I really like about startups and the whole entrepreneur type of life, a uh, way of living. Um, but basically I decided that probably over half of the ideas I had were something that I should do down the road in maybe like five to 10 years. So with those not working, I did, however, start collecting a series of like thoughts and ideas of what I already knew about myself, which then, you know, many months or like weeks at least later helped me create this business. I knew that I wanted something that could help other people. I wanted to share all the information that I have and basically will be learning as I go, whether that's like in the business world or in the creative world, my personal world, you know, everything. I just, 
I love learning things and I love sharing that with other people. So that was a big element. Um, I wanted to create a community with others that I could help, you know, build from the start, but also maintain and be a part of it myself. And I knew I liked talking and could talk about almost anything. And lastly, I liked performing, being in front of people, the limelight, spotlights, you know, look at me, um, all that good stuff. And I had also been hearing from kind of the last few years that I should have a podcast and would do great with a podcast. However, I never had anything interesting to talk about, nor could I think of just one thing to focus in on and spend all my attention on. Remember, I said I get bored easily. It's nothing but the truth, fellows. However, within this, a great breaking point came when I narrowed down on what I like to talk to people about, because I said I like talking. So I'm like, what do I like talking to them about or strangers about? And it came back to the idea of talking to them about businesses, not only just business, but their own business. Basically, as soon as someone told me they had their own business, I would immediately become super engaged and have like a series of questions running through my head for them, hoping that I would get to ask them like, when did you start it? What's the name of your business? What do you do? Did you know that you were going to start this business? Have you always known? What are your hopes and plans for your business? You know, just so many off the top of my mind that always came to me when someone's like, I have my own business or I run my own business. And this, in this whole, you know, trying to figure out what I wanted to do was huge for me since it's not only something I was excited to talk to others about, but having a background of working in a startup and doing all these creative projects, which I mentioned were like basically mini businesses in themselves, I knew I'd have good perspective and engagement and talking to them and also some knowledge and input that I could add to the conversation, which is all you know, really important if you're going to be interviewing people or talking with other people within, you know, a contained topic. From there, though, I was still actually stuck on what to do for the actual business since I didn't want to limit myself to just having a podcast because you guys know, I'm sure there are so many out there already. And I knew I needed to narrow down on the perspective on, you know, the actual topic of a business owner, as well as I like I said, I didn't want just a podcast as being my business. I wanted an overall company that would then be hosting or producing the podcast. That being, I didn't want to say, hi guys, my new business is a podcast. Not that that's bad, but uh, rather I wanted my new business to be producing it. And that is just one of the many projects that my business will be doing. Uh, but for the longest time, I couldn't figure out the name I should use and how to make a company broad enough to do all the hopes and dreams I had for it, which sounds so cheesy. Uh, the, the more realistic part of it too was that I knew when it came to taxes and all the legal stuff that I wanted just a name that could fit everything in it. I didn't want to have to deal with changing names or, you know, I don't know. There's just a lot when it comes to the, the money, the taxes and legal stuff that I was like, I know it's not worth it. So Michael, from the start, you better figure this out. Um, but from there, I'll say, I, well, you wouldn't know this most likely unless you follow me on social media, but I walk uh, neighbor dogs and I've been doing that since I was about 11 years old. So quite a long time. And it was actually on one of these walks that some further ideas started coming together and piecing themselves together. Um, and that was relating to the idea of production companies and more so when I was involved in theater and the world of film and how these were so important and that likely many you know of your average people didn't know who even put on these immense shows and films. They would just 
see the end result, which is like in a film, usually a couple of years it's taken to get it there. Um, and they're just like, wow, this was a great film. Or they see a show, wow, that was a great two and a half hour show with an intermission. Uh, but I, I knew there was something there, something about the word and the, that idea of having a production company. So I looked up to see if there were you know, other businesses that were formed under the same idea of being a production company, but I actually couldn't find anything, or at least not to the extent that I was thinking and how I wanted to create the business. So not really being able to find this new idea, I would say it was a little concerning, but not so much since I kept coming back to this idea of like, isn't the whole point of creating a business to create something new and fresh? So it doesn't matter if no one's done it because I have this idea, it makes sense in my head, and that's what I wanna do. And I would say like, yes, and maybe a little note to that. Um, I learned when you form your company, there are a few places where the US Census Bureau requires you to categorize your business for the sake of them being able to count how many blank businesses are in the United States for this year. So when I got to that part of the business creation, it was a bit, which is, I mean, it's, you know, jumping ahead a little bit, but it's relevant. It was a bit tricky to find like the category. It, it seemed like one of those systems that is maybe not very outdated, but not up to speed with where a lot of businesses are today or where they could be today. Um, so I ended up going with the only one that I could find that looked like it would fit being like a management consultancy business, which is why Fisher Philbrick is a management and production company. Although I'm pretty sure I already had the word management in the business description I had been working on since I knew, like I mentioned, not many people would register with what a production company was, or at least I didn't think they would. All that to say though, by the end of September, 2021, I realized that I had enough details figured out to get this business started, which was like, whoa. It went from the summer to like, I'm gonna write a book and eventually I'm gonna start a business to nope, the book is gonna be paused for the moment. You're gonna start your business, but what do I do for a business? I don't know, to like all these little pieces compiling and coming together. And then from there though, I knew like, yes, I have all the stuff to get going, but when do you do it? It just so happened that my birthday is on October 16th and I was turning 27, which once you're, I guess, past 25, it's like, what is exciting about getting older? Nothing, <laughs> not much. Uh, but I was like, oh my gosh, I wanna be a business owner while I'm 26 years old, before I'm 27. And so that was kind of the race that I had with myself. Um, one, in kind of seeing like, can I actually do this? And knowing that I had a lot of information I'd been gathering from over the last year and a half and seeing like, is this all accurate? Is what I'm thinking should be taking place going to actually take place? And actually to my surprise, it turned out it went super quickly and that by the first week of October, 2021, I was officially a business owner, which was super shocking. Even to this day, when I think back of like this weird state I was in, I was like, was it really this easy? Is it supposed to be this easy? Like you can actually create a business this easily? And yes, you actually can. And so yeah, it was just something that was really cool and that I say you'd have to kind of experience to know the feeling of having everything in line and being able to say that you created that business that you always knew you'd create, even if you didn't really know what that business was going to be just but a few weeks ago. But 
have to say too, at the same time, you also have this feeling of like, great, you did that. Now what? You have nothing but papers you printed out from FedEx to show that you have a business, <laughs> which is so sad. But it was true that I did everything legally and correctly to have the business come about, but I really didn't have anything for the business created yet. Now, there's a bit more to that since I did have some elements prepared, but I will hope to share that in the coming episodes. The main takeaway, though, is that we were created as a business in October of 2021 before I turned 27 years old. Okay, and now, last but not least, we're going to give you a preview for what is to come for the show, which is what you're already listening to if you didn't already know. <laughs> and now, I'd already mentioned a bit about my initial idea for the podcast and what I wanted to create, but as I was working out the business idea itself, I was also figuring out a lot of the finer details for the show I wanted to produce. Now, the two elements for the show that I knew I wanted are that, one, I wanted to create and incorporate an Instagram live interview with these business owners as a separate social media event and product in itself, and then two, I wanted to create and produce a podcast which would also host the audio from that live interview. Now, I'll go ahead and break these two ideas up for you, which should then help explain the ideas and what things will look like. So let's go ahead and get started with the Instagram Live Show. This is a show that will take place on the social media app called Instagram, in which they already have a live feature where you can broadcast video live. And now I've seen a couple of different of these live shows where they interview other people, and basically I've been hooked on them ever since. There's just something so much fun about being live and having to just go with what comes your way that appeals to me. I think it's partly due to the fact that I've done so much theater growing up and knowing the thrill of those famous and somewhat overused lines of the show must go on, which I might add is completely accurate if you ever find yourself on a stage. Basically, each show will be unique in itself and you never know what may or may not happen. And that's just awesome. <laughs> uh, the other more simplistic and realistic part of doing these live interviews is that I didn't want to spend hours upon hours editing them down. The podcast I listen to myself many times mention how many hours they spend editing their shows before they post them. And that just sounds awful to me. They either do it themselves or they hire an editor to do it. But either way, I knew neither one of those options sounded good. So I was like, Let's just cut it back to the basic acts of talking with another human and including all that comes with it. And how do we get there? An Instagram live interview. So, okay, cool. Let's do that. Also, being live does produce this really fun element as the audience member, knowing that you're seeing them in the moment as they are, that you can comment and chat with them or chat with other people in the comment section. And they even sometimes will do like a question and answer in the ones I've seen in which you actually get real time answers. And those are basically all the elements I found super fun when I've watched them, as well as when I've watched a ton with the same account or the same host. I also feel like I know them personally and like we're friends, which almost sounds kind of creepy and like, why would you feel like that? But I also will flip that around and say, I think that's because they've done just such a good job and they do such a good job as a host. And I think that's something you should hope for as a host. And I know that's one of my goals as well, is just seeing someone in such a personal way and getting to interact with them as a normal fellow human is something that is super cool to me. And then the last and really biggest element to this live show is that it will be within a string of social media posts on our account for that business. 
And a quick backstory on that is that when I was working at the startup I mentioned, I was in a community with many other artists who had their own businesses and small shops, and I saw how hard they all worked, how much passion and love they poured into their work, as well as saw the difficulties they had at the same time with trying to get their name out there, their products out there, and really just for myself, I've learned that and could tell you that, and just how hard it is to get people to buy the stuff you create. Like, will you please just spend $5 on the underpriced item I spent many weeks slash probably half a year to a year creating? Please tell your friends, your families, your followers, anyone, please support me. Uh, but anyways, I wanted to create a system that could help promote the business owner I would be talking to to help get their name out there, engage with new customers and followers, and have a way for them to get more business in their business. The other side of that being that I wanted the audience watching though to have a way to support the business owners we talk to. And if you have a business, you know one great way someone can support you is by having them buy your product. Not that that's the only way, but it sure is a great starting point, I should say. So while that will be a big part of the business owner and in having the three days, about three days of promotion along with the big interview, I doubly wanted to use the interview as a way to inspire and encourage and motivate those listening. Basically, having a business is not easy and there are so many trials you have to make your way through that many times I feel like people can get disheartened and discouraged from ever even starting or they just give up before even trying to think and look into what they might be able to do if they just had the support there. But I've seen myself how encouraging these sorts of interviews can be and basically the empowerment they shed on myself in wanting to go out and accomplish something that I've been hoping to do or I don't know, just encouraging me to think bigger and like, wow, I could do this or I didn't think of it like that. Maybe I should think of it like this. And so my hope is that this will also rub off on those watching and engaging in the show and in the interview, basically to show them how other business owners have gotten started, how they've endured, the ups and downs they've had, as well as the tips and tricks they've used to get where they are today. And really, I would say not much is better and as helpful as learning from someone else in your community. And that is a small element to the community we hope to create with Fisher Philbrick as we progress. We also have an awesome business resource page on our website that I have to mention uh, that is perfectly tied into this thought and in having and giving aspiring business owners and also current business owners the tools and resources needed to thrive in their business. So you should go check that out. Small tangent there. But lastly, the podcast. So that's the second part of what I've been talking about. I had already mentioned that it will contain the live interview in it, which will be great for those who aren't able to make it to the live interview or for those who are not on social media. And then within each podcast episode, we'll then have a few different segments basically relating to the topics of having and running your own business, as well as elements towards living your daily life successfully, which I'm all about and I love hearing and reading that kind of content and basically just living your life to the best of your own ability and hoping to share some of what I'm already doing and will be learning and implementing myself with others that are listening and in it together with all of us here. And then the bulk of the podcast will be the live interview, as I mentioned, which should tie everything in together nicely and create the duo but yet separate elements of having the Instagram live show and podcast. And now if you're listening to all this as a fellow business owner and you are intrigued with the idea of being on the show or already know you flat out want to be on the show, 
go ahead and make your way over to our website and read all about it. We actually have a dedicated application page which goes over all of this in more detail, gives you a nice overview of what it looks like, the application process, and all the steps you need to take. And really, we just cannot wait to get business owners scheduled for the show and hope that you as the listener are as equally excited to hear from them and learn from them. And all right, you guys, that will be all for this episode. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in and listening our first podcast episode. So much excitement alone that goes into that, along with getting to launch this business, Fisher Philbrick. We hope you are excited for this just in itself, as well as for all that is to come. I know we are over here at Fisher Philbrick, and we would encourage you just to go and follow us on social media. We should be on just about everything, but more importantly, make your way over to our website, www.fisherphilbrick.com, and you will find everything you need from what we talked about today on the different elements we're gonna have on our show, as well as how you can best connect with us. So we look forward to hearing from you and connecting with you soon and wish you the very best day that you can have. Mm -hmm.